This episode is sponsored by Jennifer Cooper Time Saver, time saving business mentor and strategist. If you need support with any aspect of running or growing your business, then you need Jenny in your life. Jenny is the founder of Team Time Saver, who specialise in providing done-for-you business services, covering social media, email list and podcast management, website tweaks, business management setup tools. Basically, if you need it, they can probably do it. With over 20 years of business and retail experience, Jenny combines compassionate mentoring, custom solutions and commercial know-how to help you grow a profitable, feel-good business. Jenny can also help you to achieve more in your business by being savvy with tech, growing your visibility and detangling mindset set blocks to find out more about how jenny can help you and your business go to jennifercoopertimesaver.com welcome to the bring your product idea to life podcast this is the podcast for you if you're getting started selling products or if you'd like to create your own product to sell i'm vicky weinberg a product creation coach and amazon expert every week i share friendly practical advice as well as inspirational stories from small businesses let's get started Hi, today on the podcast, I'm speaking to Mark Morton. Mark is the founder of Journalize, which provides journals for mental health and wellness self-care, as well as information on all aspects of mental health and wellness through his website and blog content. Mark's goal is to normalize mental health self-care and ensure everyone understands and can access the appropriate tools and support whenever needed. Mark lives in the leafy London suburb of Bromley with his family, where they enjoy looking after their house, gardening and venturing out to enjoy the beautiful Kent countryside and maybe a nice coffee and cake. I'm definitely with you on that, Mark. So Mark and I had a really great conversation. Mark is really honest about um, his own mental health and what led him to create his journals. Um, We spoke about how he went through the product process of designing and actually producing the journals and as well as some of the digital products that he offers alongside it which personally I thought was super smart um so I think there's lots to learn from this episode and I really hope you enjoy hearing from Mark so hi Mark thank you so much for being here hi Vicky great to be with you so can we start with you please give an introduction to yourself your business and your product please Sure. So, yeah, Mark Morton. Um, I'm based around southeast London, Kent borders. Um, lived there most of my life, but uh, yeah, still still there and living with my wife and my, my eight-year-old son. Um, and my business is called Journalize. Um, and I founded that with the aim to support people with, with some mental health or, or wellness issues. Um, primarily, our products are journals. Um, and a, particularly a guided journal that helps people get into the idea of journaling um, and, and supports them through that understanding of what's going on with themselves and, and what they can do to support their, their, their mental health and their wellness. Um, but also I want to I see us just be a bit bigger than that in that it, it's about the whole support system, getting people to understand what's available, getting people to understand that it, it's something they can do something about. You know, they don't have to hide behind walls. They don't have to bottle it all up. There are support networks out there and tools and and, and the like that they can use. That's brilliant. And do you, so is that the kind of information that's in this journal? So talk us through a little bit of what's, what the journals consist of, if that's okay. Yeah, of course. Um, so I have three three journals in 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 the product range, but the 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 sort of core journal is this guided journal. Um, so each day, well, firstly, there's this what we call a check in. So each day, it, it's getting you to check in on how you're feeling, do a bit of gratitude, 
um, plan your sort of key um, tasks for the day um, and review that at the end of the day. So that that idea of just what's your day going to be up to and how have you how, how have you done? But then the the other part of that is, you know, rather than just having a blank sheet of paper, go off and journal. It, it's um, that's really hard to do for particularly for someone that's new to new to journaling. So I have a prompt each day that that um, asks the individual to think about something, um, and that starts at quite high level. Things like your goals, things about rating how you're feeling in particular areas and so on, but then starts to work through into more deeper pieces to, to try and understand your, your background, some of the things that maybe have happened to you, the way you react to things, um, and therefore to, to sort of understand what's going on with yourself and the, the triggers that perhaps you have, the your, your sort of needs and requirements and how you can therefore deal with those and find ways of coping with them. Um, yeah, cool. <laughs> no, that's brilliant. I was going to say, so it, it sounds like there's a lot about self-awareness in there as well and kind of le learning a bit about yourself as well as how to, well, when I say help yourself, I mean that in a, you know, in a very broad sense. Mm. Um, but sometimes it's, just, so I think sometimes we can be so busy, we don't even realise what's going on or we don't realise what, what it is that's contributing to our stress or overload, or maybe we don't even realise we're feeling like that until we take a step back and go, oh, okay. Um, yeah. maybe I'm not feeling great at the moment. No, you're absolutely right. Um, and I think that it's that awareness thing is, is a lot of the key to it. As you said, it, it's not necessarily being aware of what has caused the way you're feeling. And, and it, cause it can be from a long time ago, you know, well, it was with me, you know, it can, it can take several years to sort of get around to doing something about this. Um, and so you may not even realize that it was something way back in your past that has caused these feelings to occur you know, that's the sort of thing that obviously a therapist can help you with but if you don't feel up to to, to taking that that's a quite a big step to take for a lot of people then these sorts of tools like journaling can help you to to deal with that yourself you know the self-care idea um, and 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 being able to approach that in your own way and at your own pace basically yeah that's really good and do you mind telling us a little bit about what inspired you to create the journals mark Mm, I mean, it's um, it, it it comes or stems from basically my my school days. Um, you know, I, I had a lot of bullying when I was at school. You know, still <laughs> I can still you know it does um, upset me a bit still. Um, but ultimately, you know that that um, drove me to a lot of um, self confidence, I guess, issues um, and low self esteem and ultimately to, to sort of stress and anxiety um which i guess sort of ebbs and flows um you know it took me a long way a, a long time to come to, to terms with that um and it probably a, a year or two before the pandemic so it's probably about 2018 or so i guess um 2019 something like that i i sort of finally started to to come to terms with that to look for look for things to do um so i did manage to get some therapy which was which was great but also at the same time i was looking for other tools that i could use and, and journaling was wasn't one of those tools that's brilliant and not, not so much what happened to you of course i'm really sorry to hear about um <laughs> you know, the events that sort of led up to you deciding to create your journals. Um, but it's really inspiring that you took your experience and then went to create a product to help other people. And I'm sure it's helping you as well. I'm sure 
I'm right in saying you probably use your own journals now that, yes. <laughs> that you have them. Um, and am I right in saying that I know that your journals are for everyone, but there is a bit of a focus on men in particular. They do yeah. certainly have a, have a more masculine appearance, I guess, than some of the journals that you um, see online. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think it's, it's quite obvious if you do any research online that there is limited stuff aimed at aimed at men specifically um and and particularly with journaling i think women are quite good at journaling generally anyway it's something that a lot of women do do um there's also you know a lot of the products tend to be um more feminine looking let's say <laughs> um in things like you know the the, the color scheme or the styling or, or, or whatever um and obviously you know from my experience being a man myself and and with that sort of knowledge that that men are not great at dealing with these sorts of things and don't have as much support or don't perceive to have as much support it was something I therefore wanted to push um so the content is gender agnostic it, it doesn't matter um on what gender you are um but the the styling is probably a bit more masculine um sort of side to it um in the, in the sort of look and the feel um but can also be, be termed as quite professional looking um with the, the, the sort of the color scheme and the styling of it yeah I think they look really smart I think they 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 don't look um overly masculine but then as you say a lot of journals you see are overtly feminine if you know what I mean you know when <laughs> yeah. you have the colors and the designs and um I think it's really I think that's really good because I can imagine some men, not all, but there will be some men who would be put off by picking up a journal if they felt that actually this isn't for me, this is aimed at women. And I know, as you say, that your journals will work equally well for both genders, but I think lots of journals can just put people off, put men off perhaps, or and some women, I assume as well, just by looking at them. Yeah, it just feels guess, like this isn't for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and I guess it's not just you know, okay, a man wandering around with a pink journal, let's say to be really stereotypical about this. But I think it's also the fact that it's not overtly a a journal, a mental health thing. It just looks like a notebook from the outside, a sort of professional, um, smart sort of notebook that you you are carrying around to, to write notes in. So it, it, it sort of helps to get over almost that that stigma as well, I think. Yeah, I, I I know what you mean, because I think while men's mental health is something that's been talked about a bit more now than it was, I think, I don't know, 10 years ago, five years ago, even, I think there still is a bit of a stigma around mental health for men and women, isn't there? And not everyone is open about talking about any problems or anything they're doing for self-care. Um, yeah, How have you found that, actually, when you've been talking about your products? Have you, how has that played into how you market and promote your products yeah i mean i tend to market slightly more you know that these are for men um because obviously that that's i guess my niche in some ways um i you know trying to stress that you know this is a way to, for you to to express your your emotions to think about these things um that it's okay to do so that you you know you don't have to bottle it all up. You don't have to have that macho image. Um, I mean, in in terms of the sort of the the flip side of that, I I have seen some sort of comments where I get you know that sort of well, why would you or you know that 
the sort of the typical comment you get these days of snowflake you know that it's that sort again the opposite side of the the, the macho thing it's like well why would i want to talk about this and, and, and whatever but i think the whole as you say the conversation is starting to change over the last few years you know we're seeing a lot of um sort of celebrities let's say uh, rugby stars for example even coming out and talking about their mental health and how they've been affected by this stuff so that it particularly is really going to help you know, if someone like a, a big macho rugby star is saying you know that they've got mental health issues that is going to show to to other men and that it's okay to to admit to this it, it's it's not wrong to or it's not anti-man as such to to um to 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 um, deal with this and, and to talk about it yeah, absolutely. And I think, as you were saying earlier, that it's not the same as, for example, counselling, but counselling just isn't always accessible to people, even if it's something they think oh, might be good or that might be needed, because I think, um, I'm assuming that on the NHS, they're probably very long list as they're off everything at the moment, and not everyone can obviously has the option of doing it privately. So this could be a nice way of just getting started Um sort of yeah. exploring exactly. what's what's going on with yourself and that I think that's really really good as well or for anyone who isn't sure whether you know they need counseling want counseling I think a little bit of self-exploration just might be a nice sort of gentle starting point I guess yeah exactly I think that's that's the key as you say that you know the access is is difficult I was very lucky in that I had um private healthcare you know through through my work um so you can self-refer so that makes it really easy to to access and to to, to talk to somebody. Um, but yeah, NHS it's a lot harder, big waiting list. So obviously, you know that that's the first hurdle. Um, so having tools like this that are available, um, and again helping people get started easily. So that's the idea with with the journal that that idea of the guided piece. As I said at the beginning, it's it's really hard to just open a blank sheet of paper and start writing about stuff and to write something that's relevant and that is going to help you on that that mental health and, and wellness sort of state. Um, so having a tool that will guide you and help you with with these sort of exercises and techniques and so on is is going to be a, a really good way to start. Yeah, and this might be a really stupid question, but I assume that your journals aren't, um, they can be started at any point, so you don't have to start it in on the 1st of January and finish on the 31st of December. They designed that you can pick one up today and just get going. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, you know, I think with journaling, that's that's one piece. Obviously, you can start anytime, so everything is undated, so the, the daily check-in, it's got a space to put in the date, but it, it, it obviously doesn't have to be any particular day but also and I, I stress this at the, at the introduction to the journal in the actual journal itself is you know it's great if you can do it every day but you don't have to you know it's it's get a habit do it regularly but if you can't face it on a particular day fine if you can only do it three or four times a week fine it's it's what works for you and it, that's really important because if it becomes a burden you're not going to do it that's such a good point and what you, you then don't want is to sort of beat yourself up because you know I can't even keep up with my journaling or you know you don't want to give yourself something else to to worry about it sounds like you put so much sort of thought into these journals Mark so talk us through so you, from when you were inspired to actually create the journals talk us through how you actually went from there to having to, you know to having a finished product because um, I'm assuming it's no easy task to sort of design and sort of produced journals of the quality that yours are 
Yeah, and it was quite a long journey, I guess, partly because other things got in the way, um, as they do with life. Um, you know, and it was a lot of it was over the COVID period. Um, so obviously there was a lot of stuff going on at, at, at that time. But um, I said it was sort of before that that I, I, I started my journey. Um, you know, I had some therapy. I was also doing research into other tools, journaling, meditation, all these sorts of things. Um, and I really struggled with journaling. It's, as I say, not easy to start, etc. So I, I, I tried it a few times and didn't really get anywhere. But then I was doing more research. And there are a few products around that have some sort of guides or, or prompts and so on. Um, but I didn't feel that they were really approaching it from a pure mental health sort of aspect um, and utilizing things like um, the, the CBT techniques, for example, um, or, or some of those other techniques that a lot of therapists might use in their practice. So um, I spent a lot of time obviously reading various books, researching some of those techniques, doing a lot of internet research and sort of pulling together the, the the themes and the topics that I wanted to include in the journal um, and alongside that bringing in well what are those other techniques you can use outside of journaling so it's important I think to have that toolbox of, of stuff that you can use you need you need to have a few things that you can turn to or um, so I, I include things like breathing exercises I talk about things like um, gratitude um, meditation, those sorts of things. So it's sort of introducing these topics for then people to go away and do a bit more research if it's something that they they feel will work for them. Um, so it's like pulling all of that together. Um, I then basically put all the topics on post-it notes and stuck them all over my wall um, <laughs> and started to try and put them in. So at least there was a bit of a flow as well. You know, it's important that you don't just jump straight in with something really deep. Let's Let's start off with those fairly high level um sort of topics and then work through those as you go through that journey and, and of course so that they are related things that, that there's a bit of a flow so i of course went through various iterations of that over quite a long period of time um, and then yeah started creating that in in one of the publishing software tools i'm fairly computer literate so that was fairly easy for me to pick up thankfully but yeah spent a lot of time then designing it in in, in one of those tools um, and then when I was happy with that, found a, a custom journal printer um, and that I also one that I had the, the, the styling and the, the, the faux leather um, fronts that I have on the covers that I have on the journal, those sorts of things that, you know, they had the, the quality and the, the styling that, that I wanted for the, for the product. And yeah, that's sort of the, roughly the start to start to end of how it went about. That's brilliant. Thank you for explaining all of that. I'm so impressed that you designed it yourself because I, I didn't know that. And I would have assumed just looking at them that you'd had them that you'd had them designed because as you sort of alluded to, they are really high quality with the you know the leather cover and the quality of the print and everything. So yeah, I'm very impressed by that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And and how easy was it to find someone that could print them, you know, to the quality that you were looking for? Yeah, the um, it took a while because a lot of the a lot of the companies do the more regular book styling, um, whereas I wanted something quite specific. So it, it, I I only found one UK supplier. Um, since then, I've had a couple. Obviously, there's there's um, 
for example, you know, Chinese publishers and, and the like that can help with that as well, uh, or manufacturers. Um, so, you know, at least I, I've got other avenues now open, um, but for the sort of the styling and the quality, it's relatively um, few suppliers that do that. It was great you were able to find someone and to find someone in the UK as well is also a huge plus, I guess, especially as if, you know, pre-pandemic or no, post-pandemic, actually, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yes. um, obviously, getting things manufactured abroad was very tricky for quite a long yeah. time. And that's me putting it mildly. So Yeah. I mean, obviously, that you know, that it's it's nice having that, that UK-based supplier, but the issue with that, of course, is costs. You know, that does drive up my costs quite significantly and therefore, you know, passing that on to to the end user so i think unfortunately it does probably mean longer term going with, with somewhere like a chinese supplier but at least i've got that back up as you say if something else occurs like a pandemic you need somebody that, that's more local and that is able to still supply that stuff yeah absolutely and um the other thing I wanted to touch on, if that's okay, is I noticed when I was going through your website sort of in preparing for us to talk today that you also sell some digital products. Mm -hmm. So I wondered if you wanted to tell us a little bit about, first of all, talk us through um, what those are and then a bit about how they came about, because I think I mentioned to you, I actually think that it's a really, it's a really smart idea. So um, do you want to just tell us a little bit more about them? Yeah. Um, so the... Well, there's printed and digital versions. Um, I call them tasters. It's it's just the first three weeks. So there's three separate booklets um, for week one, two, and three of the of the guided journal. So it allows people to, for a, a small entry price, just have a go at it, see what the journal's about, see what the content is, see if it works for you. Um, you know, seeing a, a premium product at a, at a certain price point, obviously for some people it's going to turn them off. Whereas if there's there's that low entry, low risk sort of option, that's there. Um, and again, having it in the two formats. Personally, I think writing, handwriting is really good. Um, I think that's that's a really good way to connect, to think more about what you're what you're writing down and understand what you're writing and so on um but i think obviously it's important in, the, in this day and age to have the digital um, option as well and of course you can always print that out and write still on it but you've still got the option there to have that on on the computer and and, and sort of type over it if you want as well so it gives people that option it gives easy access you know as soon as you you've um, taken that off the site you can just download that do what you want with it um, um and actually I, I also you know if you visit the website if you sign up to the newsletter I, I offer the first sort of week of the download available to people that sign up to the newsletter so they get a chance to have a good go at it have a try of it and then of course they can go on to the full journal if they want to yeah that, as I said I do think that's that's a really great idea um and because I guess because your product is sold online at the moment it's really hard for people you know when you're you're picking up if you're buying a journal in a in a store you can sort of open it up you can flick through the pages you can get a sense but obviously online it's a lot harder to do so i i think it's really really clever to give people a taste of what's inside what sort of things they might be journaling about and how the process works um yeah i've never seen a, a journal that does that and i i was really impressed by that no, thanks. Yeah. Um, and actually, yeah, I hadn't really sort of thought of that point as well. Maybe I did subconsciously, but yeah, the 
part of the the experience is the whole the tactile feeling and you know seeing what's in it and 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 so on and you of course don't get that through a web shop so that that is a sort of downside of that that online purchase or, or web experience so having that as you say having that that quick grab of a, a download and, and give it a try and see what it's about is, is really important and what sort of feedback are you getting from that from from customers are they liking the fact that they can try before they almost try before they buy almost yeah um well i'm certainly getting getting um click-throughs or, or whatever downloads um coming from that um so it, yeah it, it's it's obviously resonating with, with some people definitely I think, as we were saying earlier, for people who that, that are maybe journaling is really new to them, they're not sure what to expect. Or I think it is just really nice to be able to just give it a go and say, does this work for me before committing to buying the full journal? Because as you say, it is really high quality, but therefore the price reflects that. And so it is maybe a big, a bigger leap if you're not really sure, OK, what is journaling and what do I do? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, and I, I, I try and support that a bit as well you know in my blog i've blog i've i've got a few guides which then of course anybody can access regardless of whether they even bought the journal so they can see it get some idea of of you know what, what's in there what the content is and what they might be asked effectively to do or, or you know what they can what can they can expect from the experience so hopefully that that supports it as well i think yeah, I think it's great that you're able to offer that kind of information. And as I say, I think that's maybe what makes one of the things that makes your journals unique is that you're there behind them, if that makes sense. You know, yeah. to, to actually talk to talk about them. Yes, um, yeah. Sometimes when you buy um, what's a similar product, you know, from Amazon or whatever, you don't really know any the background and it can, it's not quite this. I, I think it must be quite nice perhaps for your customers to know that there's a person behind them yeah yeah i hope so you know it's that's why i put that information on the website a bit about me a bit about my background and why why i did this you know as i said not always something i particularly like to talk about and, and necessarily in, in public <laughs> about my experiences but i think it's really important that people realize that's why it's there and that there's a real person behind this and, and a, a reason why i created these journals I think so too. And I think it is hard sometimes to put your face out there and your story out there, as you say, especially as your story is personal. And also it's maybe not something that you want to think about or talk about a lot. So I think it is first of all quite brave for you to do that. Um, but hopefully I think it will really help your customers to connect with you. Yeah. And and it's it's also that as that thing about helping other men understand they can talk about it you know it, it, don't be embarrassed it it's like yeah you may feel embarrassed about it but other people are going through the same thing other people have dealt with this um so so you can too you know admit it or admit to it but um you know you can find help out there you are worthy of that help those sorts of messages it, it, it hopefully supports those as well i think so and as you say it's just really it's, it is good to to know whatever the sort of circumstance or situation is it's always good to know that you're not alone and you're not the first um I think that's exactly. always really reassuring um well thank you so much Mark for everything you've shared I have one final question if that's okay before we finish off of course which is what is your number one piece of advice for other product creators um I was trying to think about this a bit before before we, we talked and I think it was it's probably that a bit about taking your time and getting it prepared getting it created 
And as I said, this took me quite a few years. Okay, there was other circumstances going on, but don't rush it. And make sure you you know iterate. You go back. You review it time and again. You get other people to advise you and help help you, you know, take a look at what you've produced. Give you some support or other ideas. Um, you know, do your research properly. And I think that whole product creation period is the most important because at the end of the day, once you've printed it, had it created or whatever, it's too late to go back on. You know, you, you've you've invested a lot of money at that stage and, and of course time and effort. You want to make sure that that is 100%. You know, so yeah, take your time over it. Don't go, I've got to produce this in two months and get it out the door or whatever. If it takes you a year, five years, whatever, it's better to do that and make sure you've got the product that you're proud of and happy with than uh, have to sort of almost start again because of some something wasn't right. I think that's really good advice. Thank you. And as I said, you know, many times, because obviously I've seen, I have seen your journal in real life. So I can say that yes. it is really high quality and it is, you can see that it isn't something you rushed out in a fortnight. You really can tell that the time and effort that went into it. And I, I, I agree with you that, yes, you could have probably done something a lot quicker, but then it wouldn't, it wouldn't be the same product that it is. And it's much harder to stand behind a product where you know actually it could be better um <laughs> that's not a nice situation to be in absolutely yeah and thank you for those kind comments oh no you're welcome well thank you again so much mark i really love talking to you and thank you for sharing your story and for telling us all about your journals thank you very much for your time it's been great to great to have a chat about it and good to good to see you again <laughs> <laughs> thank you you're welcome Thank you so much for listening right to the end of this episode. Do remember that you can get the full back catalogue and lots of free resources on my website, vickyweinberg.com. Please do remember to rate and review this episode if you've enjoyed it and also share it with a friend who you think might find it useful. Thank you again and see you next week. If you've been inspired to start a podcast in 2024, I really recommend my podcast host, Captivate. Captivate were my top pick when I started podcasting four years ago because of how easy it was for a complete novice like me to get started. I've stuck with them for the last four years because Captivate is still really simple to use. They keep adding great new features like the ability to share ads like these and they've just been really reliable. So when you're ready to start your own podcast, you can use the link in the show notes and get a free seven day trial with Captivate.